my I god. Like everybody. Let's leave it. That's our worst one yet, and we're together. We're together. <laughs> we're in the same room. I love that you counted this down for that. Just for the record, yeah. I only got to two. You yeah, did it was because you <laughs> remembered? Or because I remembered that I had done it wrong. <laughs> We are uh, oh, wow. attached to our routines, aren't you, we? We c- <laughs> certainly are. Here's the thing, you guys. Grace has uh, very nicely gotten off work and decided to record with me on her short break in between work and also a show yeah. slash rehearsal. Well, it's, a, it's a show tonight. It's a show. It would have been a lot less short, except for I had to fill up my tires like a big girl, drop something off at FedEx, and like then had to do assistant stage manager things that was unexpected, to say the least. <laughs> So it should have been like a three-hour break, and instead, it's like one in forty-five minutes. <laughs> I love that. When I was talking about the wedding, did I tell you about my tire fiasco? No. Uh, to quote Hannah Ann, I was gonna say. <laughs> um, but essentially, my dad looked at my tires and he said that tire looks a little flat, and I was like, I think it's okay because my dad doesn't know anything about cars. Like sure. he knows negative about cars. I know more about cars than him by proxy from living with Mason. For sure. He knows nothing. Right. Love him. Love him. Uh, and then, so I'm checking my oil, which I do very regularly All the time. because I'm constantly leaking. <laughs> um, and then, sorry, <laughs> dog is screaming. Um, and so I was checking my oil and my grandpa's like, you're doing it wrong. And I'm like, I am not. <laughs> and he was like, you're doing it wrong. And then he did it for me. And it was the same way I had been doing it. So that was a mess. Was cool. And then my dad mentioned the fucking tire thing. And we had already been trying to leave half an hour ago. And as soon as, I don't know how this happened, but my uncles swarmed as soon as they heard that maybe my tires were low. And they're like, we have a tire pressure thing. And I was like, oh God. And they checked out the tire pressure and it was fine. Shocking news. I got my tires <laughs> last year they're fine and so they drive the car up to the garage for no reason and then my uncle who works at les schwab as like an executive (laughs) not as a car man by any means he's an executive he's like you know what sometimes you just need to check your like uh your air filter and i was like for why (laughs) no one has had a problem with the air filter there's no reason he's like it actually looks okay and then he couldn't get the box off so it was just Four fucking men standing around the car trying to get it to open in different ways and then eventually giving up. And all they did was maybe a little, little bit of air out of my tires to check and see if there was enough air in the tires. That's my nightmare. It was my nightmare. <laughs> it was very terrible. And my dad was like looking at me and laughing because obviously I was making fun of them because yeah. they all swarmed to help me with my car. So yeah. something they like, pop, they were like fucking groundhogs. They're like, what? Car trouble? Car trouble? none of you are good at this <laughs> my dad was like laughing but he was also just like unscrewing parts of my car <laughs> please stop please stop <sighs> it was so obnoxious anyway <laughs> but also charming but also terrible <laughs> and my sister was in the car like because <sighs> again we were supposed you to leave a half to hour ago <laughs> which we would have okay well, uh, shall we get into Bachelor Nation news, or should we check in? Or what oh, we, do? we should check in. I was yes. about to say let's skip, Please. me, but we can't actually no, because I forgot that. Um, so, guys, my therapist is a big fan. Oh, of the Bachelor. 
And I had an appointment with her on Wednesday. And right now we've reached a stage that she calls, like, maintenance. Mm -hmm. You know, because sometimes I'll have an appointment and I'll be like, I feel like I'm being really boring. Sorry, I don't have anything to talk about. And she'll be like, no, this is maintenance. This is good. Um, It's kind of like, you know, like, when people are like, oh, I'm not depressed anymore. And then stop taking their antidepressants and then are depressed. I have done that. Yeah. I think it's kind of like that. I understand. (laughs) So, um... I had one of those appointments on Wednesday because she was like, how are you doing? And I was like, I've truly, I think, been too busy to have any emotions. So really quite Who fine. Knows? Like, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, also, I meant to mention, you told me what medication you were on. And I was like, oh, very cool. Yeah. Acting like we were on different ones. We weren't. We're on the same one. Oh, my God. Mine's twins. just twins. Yeah. Mine's <laughs> just a different name for that. <laughs> wow. So anyway, that's when I could have given you some. Love that for us. I shouldn't say that I'm sharing drugs on this podcast. We, I didn't take it. No, she didn't take it. I barely offered it. It was on a boat. We were in sea, so it doesn't even count. For legal reasons, this is a joke. International waters. (laughs) Um, But anyway. (laughs) So it was like a real maintenance time. And so obviously I was like, you know what? We should use this time for. I should probably explain the Taylor Swift re-recordings to you. And while, and after I suggested that and gotten part of the way into it, she was like, oh, actually, I really do want to talk about The Bachelor with you as well once you're done with this. And I was like, great. So we started talking about The Bachelor and, um, or The Bachelorette, Bobby. And we were talking about it and she was like, okay, who are your faves? Like, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, here are my faves. Also, like, I was so sad when Spencer got sent home. I just thought he was so cute. And she was like, oh, which one was Spencer? And I, like, tried to describe him, but he barely got any screen time. And so she was like, wait, wait, hang on a sec. Let me just go get my notes. They're, like, five feet away. (laughs) And so she pulled out her notes that she had on The Bachelorette, and she was like, okay, I'm ready. And then we, like, talked some more, and she was like, I do not like that Marty fellow. (laughs) talking about Martin. (laughs) She does not like Marty. (laughs) can't remember his name. He calls him Mitchell. (laughs) And then um, I I said, I was like, she was like, who who are you sad to see go or something? I said, Romeo. We agreed on Romeo. She was a Romeo fan as well. And then I said, I I didn't think Chris G should have gone home. I thought Chris G should have stuck around longer. Um, Because she also does not like Chris S. And she was like, which one's Chris G? And I was like, he looks, I told her what I told you. He looks like a lumberjack Mm -hmm. on a men's deodorant. Absolutely. And he was really excited about the poetry day. And she could not remember. So she had to refer to her notes. And she was like, oh, (laughs) I hope this is okay to say. <laughs> Next to his name, I just wrote ugly. <laughs> like Sue. Which was iconic. And then uh, the next day, like, we, you know, we concluded our discussion. It was a great time. But the next, she agrees that Michelle is one of the greatest bachelorettes yeah, of all time. But the next day, she texts me at 9 a.m., 9.05 a.m., I get a text from my therapist that says, Grace, I looked up Spencer, one of the first bachelors to be sent home, and I agree with you that he was very cute. It's all very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> It was great stuff. I am obsessed with her. That's my check-in. <laughs> That's a great check-in. But now we have to talk about the 800 million things that happened I in Bachelor Nation in the past week. I truly feel like I don't even know where to start. Do we need to start with the worst, or should we save that for the end? Let's not bum everyone out in the beginning. Okay. The or, Okay, we'll start We'll start small then. Yeah. Ben Higgins got married and everybody went to it. Oh, yeah, that is small. Maybe. Right. Yeah, okay. 
congrats to him. Whatever. Good, good job. A lot of people were there. Yeah. Um, next, let's do Hannah Brown's book. Great. Okay. <laughs> Her book is coming out, and the one of the biggest reveals from it is that she slept with Peter Weber. Why does everyone need to do this? <laughs> Everyone needs uh, to sleep with Peter Weber one time, and yes. then they're like, "Never mind, <laughs> get me out of here." But apparently, there are like a lot of TikToks of him like going and like people bringing him home from bars and stuff in New York, which is so embarrassing. He is truly so embarrassing. Oh he is God. so embarrassing. Why is he so embarrassing? Because you know he lets them take those, right? Yeah, like I. He's def- it's definitely not, like, some shady shit where people are just filming him. He's probably super aware, uh, from what I can tell. And uh, so I guess she slept with him after he and Hannah Ann broke up and before he and Kelly got together, which but, is like, just... But, like, unclear knows? on where we were at with being engaged to Hannah Ann yeah. and getting together with Madison. Right. Oh, I forgot about because Madison it, and she, also Kelly. It happened... While the show was airing, which mm-hmm. means theoretically, some of that time he was engaged to Hannah Ann. Yeah. And a different part of that time he was maybe trying to get with Madison. If we don't want to assume he cheated on Hannah Ann, then it yeah. would have to go Hannah Ann, Hannah Brown, Madison, Kelly. I think within so. Within like two months. Absolutely. <laughs> I do feel, I think that is what happened, although I would, the only one I maybe necessarily see overlap with would be Kelly. Mm, yes. Kelly and Madison. Yes. Like, maybe Weird. he was flirting with Kelly mm-hmm. and then went and was like, Madison, I want to be together, and then, then went back to Kelly. Yeah. yeah. I think that was probably what was going on. But it's messy. Yeah. And also, Peter did not know Hannah Brown was going to reveal that they slept together. Yeah. And I don't think Hannah Ann knew. Madison probably didn't know. Yeah. Because did you see Hannah Ann's TikTok? Very funny. Very good stuff. Yeah. Probably the best thing she's put on the internet. It's really funny. (laughs) And then there was some, like, clip, though, that was revealed from, I think, after the final rose that wasn't shown that she acknowledges something about Hannah. Oh. Which... So Either maybe she way, did know. she yeah. might have known, but she she was making a, a TikTok about yeah. the tea. So yeah. understood, loved it, thought yeah. it was hilarious. Oh, also, I, d- I don't think we're like, there's so much to talk about yeah. that we're trying to speed through these things. But specifically, Hannah Brown said that the sex was bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the spark wasn't there. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> so Peter's- anyway too messy for words is he like i don't know if he just like deleted his brain at some point i don't know i have no clue how he has continued to like chaotically go through life like this and i just feel like maybe well most well i guess she slept with him while his season was airing she maybe didn't know how exactly messy it got yeah because he looked like a dumb fuck on his season um yeah, I mean, absolutely, he is the dumbest, but I was just going to say, I'm thinking about, like, several, like, golden boys from, like, my high school, mm. where I'm like, if you instantly blew up into fame, yeah. and, like, this is exactly what you would do! I know, I know! You would mess it up so badly! I, think I mean, like, this is exactly what Blake Horseman did. Yes, it is, <laughs> it is, and honestly, like, Blake doesn't even look bad compared to I know. Peter, you know? I like, mean, he, he, he does. D- and he's a DJ. Yeah. He's, he's a DJ, so and I have more respect for him. <laughs> but here's, I feel like Peter and, like, Horseman have similar energy. I agree. Uh, yeah, but also I think about that. I even think about, like, P- 
people we went to college with and I'm like, oh, you, yeah. That, that's you would you. do this. You, you would, would do, do that. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, I just think it's someone who, I mean, we know he doesn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> Social media. <laughs> I can't. My sister has this one TikTok of his that she has memorized because it's like a dance he made of himself and it's literally him just like doing like individual arm movements oh and like God. flappy wings and like but he thinks he looks really cool. Oh <laughs> it's really a nightmare. Okay. Um do yeah. you want to take a quick pause for a sec and go get fig? She yes. appears to be having a bad time. Yes. Thank you. I'm okay, okay, we're back we are. with Fig. Yeah. She's here. Um, moving on, because again, there's so much. I think we should do the 12 Days of Messy next. Oh my god, we have to talk about it, and I'd already forgotten about it because of the horrible news that we have to explain later. Katie Thurston. Katie Thurston. Will not let me have peace! (laughs) She is doing a thing on her Instagram story. She's she's calling the 12 Days of Messy. And, um, it's where she's taking men from her season, yeah. one day at a time, yeah. and assigning them each a, a song from yeah. Taylor Swift's Red Re-Recording. Yeah. And it's the most embarrassing I've ever th- thing I've ever seen happen online. It is so embarrassing. And I also, I need to explain that I have listened, I've listened, but I, I don't know exactly yeah. what these songs mean. So I think you, as I'm, someone who understands. I'm happy to explain. Please. I, I actually, I looked this up. I should have been more on top of this. Uh, Katie's 12 Days of Messy. Oh, she's she's got an Instagram highlight, so I'll go there. Um, God, she saved that for everyone to see. Yeah, which I personally am finding helpful in this moment, but yeah. that doesn't mean it's not a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> okay. So she started off, number one, started off strong, if I may add, <laughs> with Blake, you recall, her fiancé up until, like, a month or less ago, oh. um, and the song was We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together, which seems like a strong position to take publicly Weird. after that very shared, crafted breakup Very amicable amicable where they said not right now yeah um so blake gets we are never ever getting back together um again strong start second day andrew Mm -hmm. i believe he got uh run and that was more uh i think that one was like more and less literal there Mm -hmm. is a line in there about there like being a note that says i'll be waiting essentially so i think it was more like it's less about the whole song and more about that singular line that was in theme with her season and his okay where it's like he also wrote her a note that was like i'll be waiting so she was like i you get this one uh day uh three is the only one that i won't call actively embarrassing so far yeah because it was aaron and james and <laughs> the song was Girl at Home, which is like Taylor Swift singing and being like, don't talk to me. I know you have a girlfriend. Like, don't oh, try yeah. to hit and, on me. It's Aaron. I love that. And so it's Aaron and James. That's so, so theoretically, good. one of them is the girl at home. <laughs> you can't. Don't try to hit on Katie. Yeah. She knows you're in a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Which I would agree with. That's pretty good. That one was pretty good. Um, Thomas. She should have only posted that one. Yeah. So uh, another note is... 
this is interesting, and I'm just picking up on this mm-hmm. now, actually, is, so day one for Blake, mm-hmm. she posted, like, you know, when you can share a post, and the yeah. post she shared was just Taylor Swift's post announcing the Red Re- recordings. Right, right. So she just wrote 12 Days of Messy, it's a photo of Taylor Swift, and it says day one, Blake. Yeah. Um, 12 Days of Messy, day two for Andrew, is yeah. a picture of the note that says, I'll right, be waiting. Right, okay. His note. Makes sense. Um, day three, Aaron and James, is a photo of Aaron and James together. Like, okay. it's, again, a shared yeah, post. yeah. Day four is Thomas, and there is, again, not a picture. It's just Taylor Swift again. Um, And it's... Thomas is, I knew you were trouble. And so far, this is the messiest one, because, like, you and Thomas are not friends. Yeah. Also, it's like... Here's the thing. I can understand her anger lasting a while with Greg. Sure. Yes. Especially with the mixed reviews from the audience. Yeah. Which would be hurtful. Yeah. Um, Thomas was there for two weeks? Thomas was there, and, and, like... He's happily in a relationship. He's happily in a relationship that's with Becca Kufrin. Like... Mm, you're not making any he was, friends, He was, again, he was, I think he was kind of a, like, that is a paradise relationship that people like. Yeah. You are only making enemies by making fun of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And Becca Kufrin unfollowed her. Yes, she did. I would as well. Yeah, I would too. And people were like, do you think she was actually that fussed about her, like, 12 days of messiness? Or she just wanted to unfollow her? This is a good excuse. <laughs> like, I think it's that one. I think one. it's that one. <laughs> like, this is the one where I was like this might, like, actually cause problems for you. Yeah. You know, like, saying we are never, ever getting back together about your own ex-fiance, mm-hmm. like, embarrassing, but whatever. Yeah. Saying this weird. about Thomas. <laughs> it's like, dude. No, weird. Because that's my thing, too, is, like, this would be, if I felt like she had great relationships, I was telling Grace this, I would, like, mm-hmm. if, I, if she had great relationships with everyone from her season, yeah. which she maybe kind of did in the beginning, um, but not really now. I don't think she's friends with, like, any of them. I don't think so either, which is why I'm like, this is embarrassing. Yeah. Um, and then, (laughs) the, okay, so this one took me an embarrassing long long amount of time to figure out. It's Mike. And it's a photo of Mike. Oh. Uh, and it's holy ground <laughs> because he's religious. Uh, I was like looking in the lyrics and I was like, what a weirdly, because holy ground is like, it's about like love. It's like yeah. we are us, us together. It's like holy ground. Yeah. And I was like, weird about Mike. And then I was like, it's, it's not that he's deep. Yeah, it's not that it's deep. Not that deep. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I love that. Day six. See, that's, that's <laughs> the only thing that would hinder you as a Swifty in this. Yeah, is trying to understand. Dig, trying and to then dig turns deep. Turns out Katie's just not that deep. And then let me see. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to play sound for a second because yeah. it's not telling me what did Brenda get. Sorry, guys, listening. <laughs> Okay. Um, door. Yeah. That help ya? <laughs> I'm a bad... I'm a bad uh, music person. I like need choruses. No, <laughs> uh, what song is this? It is not all too well. Why? Okay, whatever. Someone listening to this podcast is going to know what that song was. I remember looking at it this morning and being like, why does Brendan get, like, kind of a sentimental song? Yeah, dude. I don't know. It's very weird. It's really weird. Michael A. 
All right, gang. Michael A. Got I Almost Do, which is a song about basically wanting to call your ex and getting back together. Mm -hmm. It's like, I wish I could run to you. Our time together was so great. The only reason I'm not reaching out to you is because I can't risk saying goodbye again. Nightmare. So awkward. So weird. Why did you do that? That is my personal least favorite. Yeah. Uh, My sister and I were talking about this. We were like, here's the thing. Everybody does weird shit after a breakup. They do cringy shit. They say weird shit. They cry at weird times. Like if you went through... they're, I mean, they were together not that long, but it was a public, I mean, it's a breakup, yeah. so that's fine. Uh, don't, maybe, it's a time to log off. Not <laughs> log in so <laughs> hard. Okay, also very exciting. Yeah. There's been a new one posted. Stop. She just no. posted Hunter. Who, Who is it? it? Why did Hunter get 22? I don't know. Does Hunter make you feel 22? Because that's Because he's old? He's not old. He's elderly? (laughs) That's not nice. Also, like, it's kind of a song about, like, partying. And he's sober. But, like, not that that means he can't party. Like, he can still go out and dance. But. Yeah, nope. I can't figure it out. I feel like okay. she committed to this and didn't decide on the names beforehand. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Write in if you can figure out why Hunter is 22. Maybe it'll come to me. Again, the Mike and Holy Ground thing took me a sex. So. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, they have Taylor Swift in Turkey. <laughs> I think they have Taylor Swift in Turkey. <laughs> um, here, let me tell you. People are, like, excited for Greg. They think Greg's going to make an appearance. I'm excited for John. Oh, what yeah. song is John going to get? Someone reveal themselves. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if Greg will get all too well. Oh. Uh, that would be interesting. That would be interesting, folks. That would be interesting. It's <laughs> about So. Um, true. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He might he get he it. He probably will. And now, because, like, all too well, again, this is a history lesson for you folks. All too well, prior <laughs> yeah. to November 12th, 2021, yeah. was a sad, devastating breakup song about a love lost and going back and remembering the good times. A new perspective. A perspective has shifted as of November 12th, 2021. (laughs) And now it's about a person you hate. (laughs) (laughs) So when I was like, oh, interesting if Greg gets almost, if Greg gets all too well, I was thinking of the three minute version. Mm -hmm. But what if she posts the the 10 minute minute version? version? A heavily likely scenario, in oh, my opinion. Yeah. I mean, she's gone. She... Not a reach at this point. If she had just done them all in one day, yeah, we would have forgotten. Right. But now... But we can't. And you know what? I hate to say it. She's kind of drawn me in. Yeah, me too. I, I am checking back in. I'm I looking mean, in. I am as well. I don't follow, She has I'm lost 30k in. followers. <laughs> <laughs> Bachelor dad, I'd be I like, know, what did. has 20 days of messy done to Katie? <laughs> She's dipped. I, you said that she dipped under a million, right? Yeah. Brutal. Anyway. Brutal. It's brutal. Messy. Messy. Okay. I've, I'm sure there's like a million more things that have happened this week, but I can't remember them. And so it means we have to move on to the worst piece of news. I don't know. What I am. It's about. un. You know what? I don't trust life and style. It's, it's unconfirmed. It's unconfirmed. 
But Life and Style claims Mm -hmm. from an insider source Mm -hmm. that Zach and Tasha are on a break. And evidence that's being used is apparently Tasha was not wearing her engagement ring Several in the times. last yeah. two, uh, whatever Bachelor podcast, happy hours. Bachelor Happy Hour. Yeah. Also, I, the, there's like a reality guy on TikTok that my, my sister sent me like as soon as you sent me that mm-hmm. too. And he was saying, this to me feels like big time hearsay. Okay. But apparently t- Zach was like yelling in a non- nice way during the marathon at Tasha, like trying to get her to keep going because he wanted a faster score sounds fake to me that sounds fake to also me. it sounds like he was probably encouraging her yeah <laughs> because let me tell you that sounds like a training thing to me yeah i just feel like i'm not saying that there's no possibility that there could have been something like that in their relationship but i don't think it would be publicly at the marathon where they know thousands of people are filming them and i also don't feel like um if zach if zach wanted a faster score he wouldn't have run with tasha yeah exactly zach runs multiple marathons a year yeah it doesn't really matter what his time is on this one i agree um he clearly was like all about tasha in this marathon didn't uh, care yeah it is possible he was like come on tasha come on tasha and then someone assumed his motivation yes that is because also the only way that you would know that his motivation was i want to finish faster is if he told you that I know. Exactly. So to me that sounds extremely fake. Yep. I don't I don't think it's real. So I just want to put that out there that I do not if she mentioned that it happened if she confirmed that it yeah. was in a negative way, then I would absolutely believe her, but because that seems like a weird ass circumstance for something like that to happen, yeah. I'm going to go with no. <laughs> yeah. Um but anyway, we are devastated. Don't talk to us. Yeah. Don't speak to We're us. Suffering. This is one of the only things bringing me joy right now. Yeah. And now it's over, possibly. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to go with possibly, although I hate it. I, I'm so upset. I, I don't think, I don't think I've processed it yet. We only found this out this, it, this afternoon. They just did the marathon. They just did the marathon. And they looked so, look happy. so happy. She po- people are like, well, her first picture of the marathon was her. I'm like, yeah, because she finished the marathon. And then there were multiple other pictures of her and Zach. Because her world doesn't revolve around Zach. She's finished the marathon. Don't she finished the, the marathon. Her. And people are like, well, she didn't even say that much about Zach in the post. I'm like, that's because she did it for World Visions. What you meant for Her charity. Yes fuck off well and that's the thing i was like oh do people only think that they're over because of like mm-hmm. she didn't post about zach that much in the marathon and then i read the stuff about the engagement ring someone tell me it's just getting resized yeah someone please. Please tell me it's just getting resized someone tell me they it. actually got married already someone and- told me she, they, they stole it someone stole it from her guys if zach and tasha are over i don't believe in love their love is so pure and so good i'm gonna have to break up with mason i <laughs> Okay, you know, like, do you know the TikTok sound that's like parasocial this, parasocial that? I, I just got on Good Soup TikTok. There's <laughs> 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 this sound that's basically about parasocial relationships, and it's like mm, parasocial this, parasocial that, uh, parasocial, I don't give a fuck, that's my best friend. And then people put like a photo of Taylor Swift up. <laughs> 
that's like how that. I feel. I'm like, Ferris Winkle this, Ferris Winkle that. Ferris Winkle, I don't give a fuck. They are deeply in love, and that is all that matters to me. And everything they show me on the internet is real, and they're in love. I did feel like my day was ruined today after reading that. Yeah. I felt sad. I feel sad inside. I, I am currently sad. We're doing this because we know that you guys care. Yeah. We know you need to hear from us. We know you need schedule routine in and your week i know that we have like previously many times on this podcast been like my world will end if zach and Tasha are no mm-hmm. longer together and i realize that that's not how my voice sounds right now but a i'm being very strong yeah i'm being very strong right now yeah and you don't have time to break down a day you're very busy also i don't really think it's sunk in yet yeah so when i try to stalk their instagrams like a week from now and i don't see them commenting on each other's posts I'm gonna have a meltdown. Me too. I will need I will need confirmation from the two of them themselves. I will need I a joint know. Instagram post in order mm-hmm. to believe it. Yes. Which One of those I'm joint Instagram so posts mad. that somehow two people can post at once that's been confusing me yeah, lately. I don't understand. I don't understand happening? those. Should we try and post a breakup between us? <laughs> <laughs> we just copy and paste from Katie and Blake's Instagram. <laughs> There's something there. There Let's 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 discuss that in our marketing meeting. Absolutely. (laughs) We have to schedule that this week. We haven't had one in the last year. (laughs) We haven't had that one in the last, uh, since we started a podcast. podcast. (laughs) Excellent, excellent, excellent. Okay. Oh, so fun. Should we um, talk about this episode of television? Yeah, we should. Okay, we're going to go real fast. Yes. Let's do it. You have to chill. Thank you. We're in Minnesota. I forgot about that. Minnesota! Minnesota! Minnesota's... We're in... Man. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minnesota is very cute. Yeah! I think it's very cute. I'd like to visit there. Looks Mostly nice. because Nico's there. I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. But it looks fun. I, uh... Yeah. I wrote, Martin needs to stop doing tricks that barely succeed. Parentheses, handstands and backflips. <laughs> because he, like, did a handstand in his room, but it was kind of one of those where you don't make it all the way up. Yeah. And then you fall back down. Absolutely. And then later when he was on the, the Viking date, he did another backflip, mm-hmm. but he had to use his hands. Yeah. He always has to use his hands. And I look, know. I shouldn't I be know. trashing a backflip. I can't do a backflip. No, but you like, be. Don't do that on national TV. This is The Bachelorette. Yeah. Do like, a better backflip. Do a better backflip. Do a or better handstand. Or don't do a backflip. Exactly. Um, the way I also feel is like you get one. You get one <laughs> you backflip, one backflip and for you the entire it season. For your limo entrance when you should not have. Exactly. It's like if you really wanted to make an impact, you save that backflip. Yeah. You're like, I'm in final two. Also, back guess flip. what? I can do a backflip. Okay? You don't pull it out in your entrance because as soon as you do it again, you're lame. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. That's actually very true. Um, open with a backflip. I find you annoying. Yeah. Live with me for five weeks and then do a backflip. I'm like, what else have you been holding out Absolutely. on me? You can do a backflip. You're the coolest person I've ever met. And if you really want to be a dick about it and felt like your uh, dismissal was unjustified, backflip on the way to the limo. Backflip back on the way to the limo. limo. <laughs> your limo speech <laughs> is a backflip. <laughs> I love how I was like, we're going to do this really fast, and we've done three minutes of bits about Martin's backflip. We are nothing but consistent. Anyway. (laughs) So, Michelle's family's here. She gets to hang out with them. I love that for her. Me too. She needed that cleanse. She did. I felt like she was cleansed after seeing them. I do too. Um, there's only 11 guys left, Mm -hmm. and she is telling her friends, she's like, I do think that there's more than one guy here who would choose me every day. And I was like, cute thought. Also, obviously, correct. 
You're um, amazing. And we see a little interview with Nate where, although we both agree that he had shit responses yeah. to the situation last week, yeah. he does seem to, like, fully comprehend the problem and know what he needs to do to be better. Absolutely. So I think that maybe Nate's communication style is just not one that works for me. Yeah, because, I agree. It's, like, a little too chill on yeah, my end. But he, like, talking to the camera, I was like, oh, you totally know what the problem is. Yeah. And you have also just said what you needed to do to rectify the problem. Yeah, exactly. So the problem is not that you can't listen. No, no. It's just that, mm, yeah. I think he, yeah. It's just that you're really chill. Yeah, really <laughs> chill. And also, like, I, it's, I feel like it's probably hard to act a certain way when some idiot with no basis is calling mm-hmm. you out which i know that his like first response is the one that we're also talking about but yeah his his other one was also kind of mediocre but i understand chris is so annoying um yeah she really said on this date i like two of you the most <laughs> <laughs> you mean this week or this week yeah <laughs> truly she really said you all have to stay here, but you can go home. <laughs> um, so the guys are here. Yeah. They meet Michelle in, like, some big plaza area. And she's like, all right, our first, the first one-on-one of the week starts right now. Who do we think it's going to be wow. now that they're home in Minneapolis, Ooh. Minnesota? Oh, my God, it's Joe. Yeah. Who would have thought? Did she get to have some influence over who is on the date, do you think? I'm sure she has some. Yeah. I, I don't know what, like, percentage that would be, but I feel like this is probably a situation where, like, producers and Michelle were very in line. Yeah. Like, either producers came to her and were like, we want to give Joe the Minnesota date, and yeah. she was like, yeah, or she came to them and was like, I want to give Joe the Minnesota date, and they were like, yeah. Yeah. It just felt very, like, giving to Joe just because he is more... One of the more nervous players, I would say. Or not yeah. necessarily nervous, but, like, quiet. Yeah. And I felt like this was a really nice date to get him out of his shell a little bit in front of Michelle. Yeah. I think it was... get him out of his Michelle. This date was nothing but a win-win-win-win. Did win, you hear win. that one? I, I sure did. <laughs> and I flew right past it. <laughs> on purpose. I see now. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> I just think this date was a, a win-win-win-win. It really was. I agree. Um, But, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, the guys are just really jealous because Michelle and Joe literally always already look like a couple. Like, they get yeah. in the car, they're, like, holding hands, they're kissing in the car. They're, like, on the same level. He opens the uh, driver's side door for her so she can drive because... They seem, like, as, connected. As Jake Gyllenhaal said, uh, fuck yeah. the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl. It's a little ten-minute all-too-well joke for ya. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, they do a lot on this date. First... Truly, this is a giant date. This is a giant date. Yeah. First, they, like, go to a baseball game, get jerseys with their name on it, and she throws the first pitch. Mm-hmm. Which, which was a good throw. It was. Also, the stadium that they were in, was that the same one that they did the Viking one in? No. Because, are you sure? <laughs> yes. Great. One is for baseball and one is for football. They seem like they could be the same field. Why do we need separate ones for both? <laughs> we could be using that real estate for... Slides. I don't know. <laughs> Make an excellent point. Um, but after the game, which is really not much of the date, no, they, they literally walk out and kiss and leave. Yeah, they go to her old high school, which is way cuter. And she like shows him her stuff in the trophy case and like her yearbooks and Damn girl talks about how much fun she used to have with her teammates. 
and they play some one-on-one in the gym. And it's very sexy. Yeah, she says that being on a court with Joe, they just have like a magnetic energy. Yeah, I feel it as a viewer. <laughs> I bet Joe has such sexy in-person energy. I wrote, oops, I find Joe way cuter now than I yeah, used to. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> that man is so... Yeah. yeah. He's very hot. So after a lot of, like, gym basketball bonding time, mm-hmm. they go to a restaurant that appears to also be a Ferris wheel. Unclear. Did you I'm see sure. that? You, it yeah, was like a I restaurant did. with a Ferris wheel attached. I did not understand what was happening. Yeah. yeah. Um... But she's like, tell me about Nico. Joe. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, oh yeah, you should ask Nico because I'm curious. I assume if a restaurant has a Ferris wheel attached, it's probably you very know. well known. Yeah, I would assume. Yeah. So she's like, tell me about Joe. And he's like, he's, what? He's like, she's like, tell me about Joe. And he's like, thanks for asking that question. Yeah. It wasn't a question. <laughs> it was a statement. It was a command. It was a demand. <laughs> um. He says that sports really shaped who he is, including injuries. And in college, he, like, broke something and needed surgery, but then the surgery messed him up more, and he needed more surgery. And after that, he was just, like, never really the same when it came to, like, performance on the court. And he didn't want to be back there because he just couldn't really handle that mentally. Um, and it was causing anxiety, and it was causing depression. And he, he does say the following sentence, but... He said it in a sad way where he also understood the irony, and it was sad, so we're not making fun of it. No. But he did say, you know, ball was life, (laughs) and life was gone, (laughs) which is not funny. No, but when he said ball is life, I was like, am I about to cry right now at ball Ball is is life? life? (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) This is not where I saw my life going. (laughs) Um... But yeah, basically Joe went through a really, really dark period because of this, and he's like, I had really high standards for myself, and I wasn't meeting them, and they both do a little tearing up, and then he he says again, he goes, thanks for asking, while wiping away tears, and I was like, no! (laughs) It's so sweet. I really do love a person who starts crying and, like, thanking you for asking them the thing that has caused them to be emotional publicly. I know. It's always so cute. You're like... Oh God! And they're like, "Why are you asking the one of those things where I was like, "Oh my God!" This actually genuinely brought you guys much closer together. Oh, like, absolutely, it was kind of forced trauma sharing, yeah. but like in a way that almost felt like it benefited him. You I know? also felt like like it would have been better probably if he hadn't had to do it on camera. Yeah, but like. I, it seemed to bring them close. I, I, you know, no, I agree. I also. It was one of those things that didn't feel insanely forced to me. Mm-hmm. Like, if these two people had been on a date that maybe I feel like potentially could have been shared mm-hmm. on their first couple of dates just because of who Michelle is, honestly. Yeah. And, like, who Joe is. Yeah. And he seems like if he's comfortable with you, he will tell you things. Yeah. If you ask. Like, he definitely seems like the type of guy, in my opinion, who doesn't just, like, share things randomly. Yeah. But if you ask, he will let you know. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. I think he seems very nice. He seems like he has at least talked about this stuff before. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I know he said he'd been going to therapy and all that. Mm-hmm. Which really gave us some perspective on the whole thing at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, didn't matter in the first place because it was two messages and yeah. who cares. But, like, obviously he was going through... Some stuff. Some stuff. Um, yeah. Anyway, 
The rest of the night is glorious. Michelle says that kissing Joe is always great, but tonight there's, like, a different meaning in it. Which I saw, mm-hmm. to be honest. I agree. Okay. Um, And then he says that, like, the best things in life are on the other side of fear. And I was like, damn, Joe. What the fuck? Damn. You- I'm, like, half expected him to pop out, like, an old wise man's beard. Okay. And, like, pull out a pipe and start, like, blowing smoke rings. Yeah. And then they ride the Ferris wheel that may or may not be attached to the (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, oh my god, Michelle is like, this date was the most perfect star-aligning date I could ever imagine. Like, you know when you have two souls who have been kind of living side by side without even knowing it? Like, today they were brought together. And I was like, should we send everyone home? I know. Like, is that what you're asking? Go it home. It feels like that's what you're asking. It feels like that, especially when we get that date and then we get Martin. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, continue. Um, let's see. Uh, so the group date card shows up and on it is Casey, Rodney, Martin, Leroy, Rick, Clayton, Olu, Chris, S, and Brandon, mm-hmm. which means that Nate is getting the one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And all the guys are pretty jealous, except for, like, Rick, who I don't remember what he said, but he just seems like he's kind of, like, team Nate getting back in Michelle's good graces. He's like, you know, you'll have this time. You can, like, work it all out. It's going to be great. And I just <laughs> found that funny. I think Rick is a very nice, supportive man. I hate looking at him now. Agree. He, we'll get to it. Let's continue. Well, the the date card says yeah. meet me at the stadium, and so they all freak the fuck out. Yeah. Um... But, yeah, so basically the situation we're dealing with here today is that Chris S. is really disappointed that Nate got the date card because he feels like he went out on a limb for Michelle and told her the honest truth and his uh, rescuing pleas fell on deaf ears, so obviously he is owed a one-on-one. Like, Appears to essentially be his stance. He's like, I did this for you, so you owe me one. You Very owe me a horrible. date, you owe me attention. Yeah. You dude. owe me romantic attention. So he grew up with a butler, I have to assume. <laughs> I have to assume. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, ugh. He's such I, a nightmare. Yeah. I just don't. I am not making jokes about this. I am simply making observations that Chris S. really feels like women owe him things. Absolutely. For doing nothing. And I did say that he looked like his dad paid for his lawyer for his sexual assault trial. He certainly is doing nothing to disprove that. Yeah. Just like, I don't know, maybe don't leave your drink with Chris S. In yeah. In my opinion. I agree. He's a nightmare. He's just... <laughs> He's gross. He is definitely that guy that you would, like, get that gut instinct that you don't want him to buy you anything. He's creepo. Yeah, he's creepo. He's just, like, he's sad. He's, like, a sad little man. I don't like him. Yeah. Makes me angry. Anyway. Yeah. And he had a bad attitude, which I never appreciate. He had a terrible attitude. Um, Get with the program, dude. Yeah. So, they show up to the stadium, Mm -hmm. and the football team in Minneapolis is the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. So Michelle's like, are you ready to meet the Vikings? And they're like, fuck, yes. And then a bunch of, <laughs> like, brutal cosplayers show up. A bunch of Party City employees. A bunch of LARPers. <laughs> a bunch of real-life LARPers dressed as Vikings uh. come into the stadium. And I laughed. Yeah. Um, absolutely obsessed with the confusion on these men's faces. So good. 
Uh, Clayton was trying not to cry. Yeah, Clayton really wanted to meet the Vikings. Clayton did have a good attitude on this date, was but Clayton he was very annoying. A pro football player, he may have already okay, met the Vikings. Okay, so I guess he, yeah, he played off-season games as a quarterback for the Seahawks, which is oh a very big deal. Yeah, which is like kind of I think I also didn't know it was the Seahawks. Yeah, it Go was Hawks. the Seahawks. Um, I think he, that runs in the same league of what they're calling other NFL players, in the sense of like he's a He's similar to what Tyler Cameron did and what uh, Clay did and what mm. uh, fucking, I don't know. There are other ones, too. Okay. Well, all right. Um, regardless. Regardless. Um, they have to yell and throw stumps. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the game. Uh, and they are also all trying to make up for not paying attention to her. And they are all... Except for Chris S., spoiler alert, doing a good job. Yeah, they are. I don't like men yelling, so I didn't no. like that. It makes me feel embarrassed yeah. for them. Clayton made me feel embarrassed. Rick made me feel so uncomfortable. Rick's neck vein, like, I can't. made it to a new state. That's how far it bulged it out. so bad. And his face was so red. And to be honest, he looked like he was dying or coming, and I hated either one. <laughs> that was my first thought when I said I was like, get it off my screen. It has to go. I hate it. 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 Anyway. Anyway. Um, they have to go put on, like, Viking outfits. And the producers are making no secret of the fact that they also hate Chris. Because everyone else is dressed normally. And then he has, like... <sighs> inflatable horse pants He's that turn him into a centaur He's a pony. for quite literally no reason <laughs> it was so funny it, i love doing things like this it's like you know how people on the internet will sometimes go into men's live and go short king yeah and then they will always address it yeah it's just funny it was like so obviously different than the other ones <laughs> Like, there was nothing secretive about the fact that some producer was like, I fucking hate this guy. (laughs) Who did he piss off? I don't know. I don't know, but I love it. But Clayton's, like, shirtless and, like, a fur-lined vest or whatever, and Chris S. is in an inflatable horse costume. Yeah. It's so funny. And it is what he deserved. It's what he deserved. Um, then they have to, like, eat gross things, like, fit, like, raw fit, like, herring, I don't know. Someone said this, I forget on which podcast, but they were like, simply say you are a vegetarian. (laughs) (laughs) Always get out! True! Always get out of it. Because they always try to give roses, because they were like, don't do this. They're like, even, they're like, there's, nothing good comes from doing this. Uh -uh. If you don't want to eat the fish, like, Michelle doesn't want to kiss you after you've eaten this fish. She multiple times mentioned how bad Brendan's breath smelled. Yeah, exactly. So. Say you're a vegetarian. You're right. Say you're a vegetarian vegetarian at the start. Like, I'll eat a gross vegetable. Fuck yeah. No problem. Also, if I don't like the lead, I will eat it so we don't have to kiss. But. (laughs) To make it further on. But I... I, I oh, that's such a no good tip. reason. See, this is... This falls into my same category of things I wouldn't think of. Yeah. This also falls in the same line of your strategy with truth or dare, which is... Just lie. Just lie. No, but it's... And it gets a similar energy. It's smart if you do it just from the very start, because then no one can call you out Absolutely. on it. So, like, that's... Okay, another note to take. Say you're a vegetarian Absolutely. going on The Bachelor. Yes. Okay. Just don't eat meat for ten weeks. You'll survive. 
Mm -hmm. Tofu's delicious. Say that you don't want to, yeah, because then if you can say that, like, and then after you, you as a bachelorette, a getting, yeah. yeah, after you get engaged, just be like, just kidding. Just give up. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be a vegetarian anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very, it's very easy. Yeah. It's very easy. And it's like, none of the food that they make you, there's never going to be good food that they make you eat on a date because no. you don't eat the dinner food. Yeah. You probably make all the food together. Yeah. And if, especially if you are a bunch of men who some of them are like Martin, probably a lot of you don't know how to cook. And again... You can have delicious vegetarian food. Absolutely very tasty. Get yourself acquainted to tofu mm-hmm. and veggies. Mm-hmm. If Say if, like, you're a classic I-only-eat-red-meat guy. Mm-hmm. Get over it. Yeah. Get the fuck over it. Okay? Help the yeah. planet. I'm not saying everyone needs to be a vegetarian by any means, but I'm no, saying no, no. I'm you saying will have that done your service you to the planet. won't have to put a whole fish in your yeah, mouth. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I was trying to say. I got lost on a train. All right. Um... Then they make people arm wrestle, mm-hmm. and the first match is Chris versus Olu, Bullying. and Chris just goes, I would like to forfeit. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they make him do it in they the made middle him- match, too? Yeah. <laughs> so mean. Um, you know what? They said, we fucking hate this guy. We're going to have one producer that really befriends him, mm-hmm. and, like, makes him do all these bad decisions, and the rest of us will be so mean to him that he wants to leave. <laughs> Um, at the end of the day, Clayton wins the award for Ultimate Viking. Seems fair enough. Yeah. He looks, he fits the outfit. I would believe him if he were one of the cosplayers. Yeah. Um, Chris S. tells the camera that today has not been fun for him. And he has some things he would like to discuss with Michelle. Full body eye roll. And not to sound like my own mother, but your attitude does affect that, Chris. Uh-huh. Like, for example, when my parents told me when we were going to go hiking when I was little, mm-hmm. I would say, I'm going to have a bad time. And they would say, you'll have fun when we get there. And then I simply would refuse to have fun. Mm-hmm. I would tell them repeatedly throughout the day, I am, in fact, not having fun. Just so you know, you were <laughs> wrong. And um, <laughs> who was I punishing? I. Myself. Yourself. I mean, them too. Yeah. It was annoying. <laughs> But I was actively trying to have a bad time. Might I just say, Grace, <laughs> I admire your commitment to the craft. Ellie and I have talked about this before because both of us did the thing where we said, I will have a bad time. And yeah. our parents said, no, you'll have a good time when you get there. And then we have a good time when we get there. No. You have commitment. Yeah. Respect. I said I won't have a good time. And you did not. Casual reminder, mom and dad, I am having a bad time right now. <laughs> just so you know, it's been 30 minutes and I am indeed still not having, having fun. <laughs> So I really feel like Chris S. was employing that strategy, mm-hmm. but, like, as an adult man instead of a nine-year-old. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it's, like, cute and fun when you do it, even if you did it today. And it's not cute and fun when Chris does yeah. it. Yeah. And also, I wouldn't do it today. No, of because not. I will have fun when I get there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you understand. You understand because you're no longer nine years old. <laughs> I have a more developed brain. Yeah. <laughs> And I have recognized that there are, in fact, times when maybe I'm wrong and my parents are right. Not a lot, and I don't like admitting it, but I'm, I'm able to. I hate to do it, but yeah. it, sometimes it it's, happens. It's, it's yeah. been known to occur. Um, so then, at the evening part of the date, Michelle looks fucking incredible. Um, she talks to Clayton first, because he mm-hmm. won Ultimate Viking, and... Their conversation is nice. Oh, dude. 
uh, it was on Chatty Bros that they talked about this, and I didn't remember it until Jess said it, okay. but that was the exact same conversation they had night one. Really? Pretty sure, yeah. <gasps> that he was like, how'd you get your confidence? Oh, yeah, that's exactly. He's like, how did remember? you, have you always been so confident mm-hmm. and so poised? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of like a question that, like, did you write it down in your journal and or on your hand? Yeah, like, and it feels like a question you ask someone you don't know very well. Yeah, I agree. I um, hate it when people reveal things like that. Like, Courtney, remember on Tasha and, um, or was it, was it Courtney on Katie's or Tasha's? Courtney was Katie. Oh, Katie, okay. But Courtney... I'm almost positive. <laughs> I'm not sure. He was on one of them. Um, but, no, he was definitely on Tasha and Clinton's. Okay. Because, nope, you're right. He was on Katie's. Because he interacted with Thomas when Thomas was being a weirdo. Yes. Okay. So, Courtney, um, he, there was, like, one revealed date where it was, like, kind of late in the game. And he was just, like, doing a weird first night trick thing. Yes. Yeah. So awkward. He, he was doing now something I think it's it was, like, Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, he did. He did some like weird, like closed your eyes and guessed these things. Wait, about was it me. the it was mummy weird. thing? Oh, it was the mummy. Oh, yeah, thing. wrapped me up was, like a mummy. It was the toilet paper mummy, and then he was like, "I'll always be here for you." Like when things go to shit pun. or something. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, and it was like very revealing that they, they don't know, don't each, know other. each other yeah. at all, and that's what this felt like with Clayton. And to me, him winning this and also winning the group date rose. This was, I think, two black girls when Rose said this one, but they were like. Uh, yeah, they've already decided that he's going to be the Bachelor, and that's why he's getting all this stuff. Which is so weird, because why? Yeah. I don't know if maybe it could be, like, potentially his interactions with the producers that I wonder. Like, Uh does he seem like someone who, in the right circumstances, because he doesn't have any chemistry with Michelle. No. Like, at all. And, I mean, we haven't seen much of him, because he doesn't have any chemistry with Michelle. Exactly. And so maybe this is happening in, like, shots we're not being seen, but Mm -hmm. I don't feel like he lights up my screen absolutely not i don't really feel like his camera presence is to be praised to be fair we also felt that way with colton and he did not light up my screen to be <laughs> true fair. to be fair but we didn't feel that way with colton and then he was a bad bachelor yeah, he was a bad bachelor <laughs> but the women on his season got crazy instagram scores it was a very watch season mm. like i do think that he has unfortunately what they're looking for just they're trying to bring it back to like just he's white yeah he's white and he's a football football player player. and he's nice Mm -hmm. like and he's cuter than colton but he's like so boring but he's gonna get like your crazy pageant girls yeah like michelle has got some nice dudes that aren't causing drama you know what i mean so they're gonna have this season with like mature conversations and like a great bachelorette who's funny and like awesome and then they're gonna take it back and they're gonna get some immature fucking and clayton's gonna attract like 24 year old people who are just here for instagram and therefore will create drama because drama means you get screen time and screen Mm -hmm. time means you get instagram followers so i get it i understand why they did it i'm not happy about it but i think that they probably will get a lot of views from this that does help me a little bit just in the sense that i was like trying so hard to reconcile it and the fact that i couldn't figure it out was driving me bananas (laughs) i know he makes me angry when he's on he's just so boring he's so boring like i tune him out so quickly and mostly it's just because like i I do think he's at least somewhat interested in michelle i don't think she's interested in him at all well and 
I mean, it, who would be when she's got Joe and Nate? I know. And, like, like she, I, she's got guys that she's got crazy chemistry with. She's. I feel like Michelle is staying open minded to a certain extent. Absolutely. You know, like she's, yeah. and that's not a criticism at all. No, I, I think, think she's all got of them do. a tier of guys who mm-hmm. are at a level that other guys are not at, and she's being open minded with that tier. And anyone who's not on that tier had better fucking do something to get to that tier in like the next week or two, oh, yeah. or they're not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Col- like I think Layton. I think right now already it's Joe, Nate, and Brandon. Oh yeah, and there's for sure. nobody else who's even kind of she's thinking about. She is making it very clear who she cares about. Yeah, I think, and yeah, I agree. I think she is willing or allowing that other people can get to that place, but she is not hiding that she likes certain people. I think she goes home and she's like, oh gosh, I wish I was with, and it's one of those three guys, Mm -hmm. and she does not think about the other guys. I agree. Yeah. Love. Cool. Cool. Um, well, then Brandon steals her, and he's like, you look amazing. You look literally so good. <laughs> that green dress. Lauren is going to have to separate me from you tonight. <laughs> I want to hire him as a hype man. <laughs> obsessed with her. He is so obsessed with her. It's so cute. I am obsessed with that. Yeah, me too. Um, and Michelle has a surprise for him. It's Swedish fish because he had to eat terrible fish today. So now he gets candy. And then, oh my God, now we get to the part where he's like, I don't know if we're going to end up together in the end. And I know you need to follow your heart. But, like, you make me feel so good. And then he mumbled something else I could not understand. I rewound it and I didn't catch it. But basically, he's, like, I don't know. It was just so nice that he was telling her. It kind of felt like he was, like, obviously, you're still figuring things out. But, like, I'm all in for you. Yeah. And then he tells the camera. He's, like, I feel like I've found something where I'm, like, this is it. And I'm, like, damn it. He's so cute. Two black girls, one rose brought up too that like he lives in Portland and he might not be like, like his vibe, like his earrings mm-hmm. and he does not dress, he dresses in like bright colors. He does yeah. not dress like a hipster Portland man. Yeah. she. They're like, it makes sense that maybe he has not felt this spark in Portland so much. Well, he's a registered travel nurse. No, he is a travel nurse recruiter. Oh. So he has probably lived in Portland for a while and hires through the internet. Sue lied to me. Sue! Because she was like, who's one of your favorites? And I was like, Brandon. Yeah. And she was like, she has to remember people based on their Mm -hmm. occupations. And she said the travel nurse. Traveling nurse recruiter. Well, never mind. But yeah, I really feel like Brandon would move away from Portland for Michelle in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's like what she's talking about right now. Like on her, um, I think this is actually at the cocktail party. But when she and Rick have their convo at the cocktail party, she's like, so what do you think of Minnesota? Would you consider moving here? Rick might also be in that top tier, but I don't think he is. I don't either, because... The fact that she asked him that question makes me think maybe, but... I think he's in the top tier compared to a lot of the guys, but he definitely isn't... I think it's like, top tier is Nate Brandon and Mm -hmm. Joe. And then Rodney. And then I think Rick is on his own tier. Below yeah. that. And then below that, you've got, like, Rodney. I don't know. I you feel think like Rodney, Rodney and Rick are on the same tier? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I do. All right. But maybe that's just because Bold. I'm in love with Rodney. I told, <laughs> I told Sue that. Because <laughs> she and I both don't really get it. I love him. And I said, him. well, Liv's in love with him. And I, she said, really? Yes, I love him. 
I love Rodney. He's my favorite. <laughs> I, I think what shows the fact that uh, Rick is not in the top tier is that he and Brandon are similar levels of obsessed with Michelle, mm-hmm. and she very clearly prefers one of them. Yes. Like, she loves and rewards both of them, but one of them she's much more interested in. Yes. I would say sexually. <laughs> I would say. <laughs> um, so over the course of the night, Chris is just like muttering about how like he needs to talk to Michelle, but she keeps talking to other guys. Basically, Chris is like, I don't know why Michelle hasn't pulled me yet. And it's kind of like, well, you'll notice these other guys are going and pulling her. She is the bachelorette. And she is the bachelorette. They're just like really and you're annoying. Again, they and are dressed like, like a pony the whole day giving him a psycho villain edit yeah because like again he is saying all these things absolutely he is these words are coming out of his mouth but they're like splicing it in with like clips of the other guys just being so good to her and like so nice to her Mm -hmm. which makes him look terrible by comparison oh yeah and i'm like they hate him they fucking (laughs) hate him like they're not giving him a villain edit they're giving him a psycho villain edit they're making him look like a crazy person yes um which I find hilarious. I think it's great. I think it's usually not done to the white men. So I think that's a fun twist. <laughs> it's a fun twist. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's just like muttering. He's like, I haven't talked to Michelle yet. I can't believe this. Um, and then Michelle comes back in and is like, the date's over. Gives Clayton the group date, Rose. And Chris For is no like, reason. Because wow. she was still too. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is like, I cannot believe this. But I just got to say like. I'm very glad that Chris only managed to ruin this date for himself. Because I, I was really worried that it was he was going to, like, cause another scene during this date. Yeah, And I was too. surprised that he didn't. Yeah, I, I guess it makes sense just because of who he is. He's definitely, like, a silent stewer until, yeah. we, get to the, until we get to Nate's date. But, yeah. I, I mean, that guy, he was going to leave. He was yeah. trying to leave that. Well, okay. and I... I feel like, like, let's let's lean into this theory that, like, the producers hate him. Yeah. I feel like they were like, you know what? Save it. We will, don't tell, don't tell her now. Yeah. Um, we will interrupt a one-on-one day with you later. Yeah. You're going to save her. You're going to get one-on-one time. Oh, yeah. Don't. don't oh, don't you worry. worry. This date's going to turn into your date. <laughs> Dude, also, oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to how much the producers yeah. hate him. Basically, Chris is like, he says these words. He says, I'm a fun, goofy guy and playful, and I was not acting like that today, and you're not going to check in on me for what to see if I'm okay. <laughs> she hasn't even said thank you for what I said last week. <laughs> and I was like, oh! Oh, you're such a nightmare. You're such a nightmare. Oh, the bad vibes are strong. So strong in this one. The bad vibes are strong. Um, okay. Nate and Michelle's face. Yes, love. It's about water. Also, Nate part. and Joe had a cute moment where... It's true. Where Joe's like, can you swim? And he was like, thank God, yes. <laughs> and I was like, you guys are friends. Yeah. I like that. That's cute. Because you should be, you are each other's main competition yes. at this point. Because even though I do think Brandon is in that same tier, I think it is not obvious to everyone that he is. Yeah. Like, Joe and Nate seem kind of obvious. And as much as I love Brandon, yeah, I don't think... Michelle is going to select him as life partner material. No, I think they have fabulous. So young I think they have fabulous chemistry. Oh, yeah, I think he is just a sheer delight. Oh, the best. But I think Michelle is probably looking to settle down, and I don't. I think she might get scared off of Brandon because of that. 
I think he could be The Bachelor in, like, a year or two. Yeah. And I think he'd be really good. I think Brandon would be the best boyfriend. Oh, yeah. But I think Michelle wants a fiancé. That fiance. bitch is bringing you flowers. Yeah, Michelle wants a fiancé. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Agree. Agree. Um, Nate meets... Nate goes out on, like, a dock. Yeah. And then Michelle drives up in a boat mm. to pick him up on the dock. She can do everything. She's so hot. Talented. She's so hot. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> she looks... Fabulous. Again, I don't totally get the like. I, I I think again, Nate is very sexy, but I'm not super. But they together, those they're chem. Uh, they okay. Sorry. And like, oh, especially like seeing them on the boat together. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, I can like picture this as your life. Yeah. I can picture you both at forty, but like you're still sitting on each other's laps when you drive the boat. Yeah. And like, she and yeah. Nate together, and she and Joe together have extremely different vibes. And but I can picture a future for both of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's so fun. It's yeah. so fun. Continue. Um, she basically is like, Minnesota, my dream, my Minnesota dream is like to have a house on the lake where summer is spent like out on the water with my family. And like, I was like, yeah, that's my dream as well. Yeah, okay, absolutely. you're not fucking special. We all want a lake house. <laughs> <laughs> my dream is to spend the day on the lake with your family. <laughs> because with your family <laughs> um but she's like nate this one-on-one is gonna turn into a group date and he's like cool amazing love that he did a medium job of hiding his feelings about that yeah oh um, he really tried but i felt like his feelings were strong or known <laughs> yeah <laughs> um she has invited her best friends tia and ali which is cute yes this um, is the first time i'm like oh you weren't hired friends yeah. <laughs> Um, and I love Tia and Allie. Me they too. get right down to business. That's They're cute. like, Nate, do you think anyone else is here for the wrong reasons? And, um, he has an, a superb answer, I would oh, say. he did beautifully. She says, um, it's not that I don't care that there are other guys here. Yeah. Strong start. Important love. to include. It's not that You're I don't care coffee. if there are other guys here. And I, it's not that I don't care if there are other, if there are guys here for the wrong reasons. Protecting of Michelle. Beautiful. But I think Michelle knows how to sniff those guys out and oh! send them home immediately. Brilliant. Took it home. Took it home. Yes, baby. Nailed it. Um, really making up for last week. Yeah. We love to see it. And also, he has, his actions back that up, yeah. I would say. He is always trusting her opinion. Yes. And he, the first to support her, in yeah. my opinion. I would agree. In her choices. So. He shuts down conversations that are questioning her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's good. He's, I would say, like. If she does pick him, watching it back, he would be the guy that gives me the most confidence in, like, mm. because, like, watching it back, Martin says even more, like, shitty shit. Yeah. That she can't see. But yeah. Nate is always defending her and yep. always shutting shit down. Yeah. So, yeah. go, go Nate. Yeah. Um, uh, so they ask him if he has any friends or enemies, and he's like, well, there was a situation with a young man named Princess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're like... Did you say anything that could have made Chris single you out? <laughs> the and producers told us that you did. <laughs> and he's like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> Here's what I said. Here's how he interpreted it. Here's what I meant. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I meant it like, I know that something is going on here. And like, I think about her all the time. And mm-hmm. I just have, have confidence in our situation. He meant, I'm not oblivious to our blinding yeah, he- industry. <laughs> fucking stupid in so many words <laughs> which i gotta give it to him <laughs> he is he not was not wrong like we talked about yeah 
here he is on a one-on-one. Yeah. So you tell me. <laughs> the week after, he was questioned. <laughs> um, and the friends are like, you know what? Sign us up. Yes. You guys seem really into each other. Absolutely. Um, and Allie's like. They are giving each other googly eyes. Yeah. Uh, Michelle Ali's like, I was surprised. I didn't think I would like him. <laughs> but they have an amazing natural chemistry. I love it. Um, and Michelle is like, today was awesome. Nate, meeting my friends, went way better than I expected. Yeah. <laughs> Which was funny. And then we go to the night portion of the date, and they're both, like, wearing all white, and the building is, like, all white. Do you white. think they talked beforehand and were like, do you guys want to match? Or do you want to match? It was a very stunning date. Just, like, aesthetically... Gorgeous. They make me go, <laughs> I like them. They're cute. Um, I like her and Joe, and I like her and Nate. I'm, like, so, and her and Brandon. I'm yeah. honestly so stoked at most of her choices. Me too. It's great. <laughs> I'm going to be happy to watch the, like, final four or five. It's sort of similar yeah. how I felt to, like, Tasha's, honestly. Mm-hmm. But even more so. Agreed. Okay. Um, Nate says what he needs in a relationship is open dialogue and someone who will call him out on his shit. And they, like, talk with each other about what they both need in relationships. The only thing that I I was just, like, I acknowledge... Most of the time when I hear on The Bachelor a guy say, I want fun in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, ugh. But it felt fine from Nate, to be honest. Um, Nate, that's one of the things that Nate really wants. And he feels like he has lost that in past relationships. Which I think is easy to do. Um, Yeah. And Michelle's like, yeah, so there was a relationship I was in those bad relationships and I got really sick at the end of it and Mm -hmm. I like couldn't keep anything down and doctors were talking about like putting in a food bag I moved back in with my parents and essentially when all this happened her boyfriend was like I can't do this and like bailed yeah um and it turns out that it wasn't like a physical illness it was was just anxiety anxiety from being in a terrible relationship which I have gotten physically sick from my anxiety and that was the cause so i yeah. can relate in not as severe as a right. way at all but yeah it really can fuck your body really hard yeah um and michelle's like yeah so it also gives context to her like matt james thing because they hinted at it during the hometowns with matt oh yeah and we never knew anything because they didn't let us learn about michelle at all right and so i hearing about this i was like Oh. <laughs> wow. Gotcha. That's really horrible. Yeah. Oh, that would be so scary to not know what was wrong with you and, like, mm-hmm. have it go that far. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's also how I knew how invested she was in Nate because this is the first time she's really shared yeah. like that mm-hmm. in that same way. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. So she's really being like, can you handle it? Yes. Yes. Which you can. Um... Cut back to the house. Chris S. is talking to Martin Mm -hmm. and is like, Mm -hmm. uh, from the beginning, like, her infatuation with Nate has overshadowed anything I could do. And, like, just let's note that Martin continues to align himself with shitty men. That's what I was just going to say. Martin is always chatting with the guy in the house who sucks. Dude, check yourself. Mm -hmm. Ugh, embarrassing. embarrassing. He's so embarrassing. It's terrible. I hate him. Um... I hate him more than Chris. <laughs> so, oh my god, you guys. Chris is going to come and interrupt her date with Nate. Um, <laughs> so, so embarrassing. <laughs> Humiliating behavior. And here is where we get to how much the producers hate him. They have stopped the escalators and he has to walk up them. <laughs> That's what you were going to say. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was 
company he gets there and the up escalator is not working. <laughs> okay, so Chris says that last night he didn't get a chance to talk to her. So he does so he's like uh, oh, he doesn't say this to her. Sorry. Um he says to the camera, last night I didn't get a chance to talk to her, so I don't care if she's on a one on one. You have a chance to talk to her, you just didn't take it. Yes. He says that she wants someone to show up, so I'm going to show up. And <laughs> I was like, misinterpretation. I don't know what the words that came out of her mouth. And so he walks up to the table, and they're both like, uh. Yeah. And then he goes, like, in a really soft voice. He's like, I need to speak with you. And Nate out loud just goes, weird. <laughs> Nate called him weird last episode too and I love this take on weird and dweeb like this guy who like clearly comes from money and has good hair and is handsome and could have rushed a frat and gotten into several he gets to be called dweeb and a weird like this can we redo this word is not like dude what are you doing here or like sorry we're on a date (laughs) under his breath he just goes weird And, um, so Michelle's and it like... Was, it was weird. Yeah, Michelle's like, ugh, fucking fine. So she goes outside with him. And this was so disturbing to me. This oh. first part. Because he starts in, like, a really soft voice. And he's like, I just, like, needed to tell you that, like, I feel really insecure being here. And I feel really bad that I, like, didn't get to speak with you last night. And then immediately his tone shifts to, like, being really accusing. And he goes, and honestly, I feel really played by the whole situation. And I was like, oh! Dude. Oh! It was, like, disturbing. It was really gross. He's icky. He's He's an icky icky. dude. Um, And... He just, like, clearly hasn't listened to Michelle at all because if you had been paying attention during the season, during all of the group stuff, yeah, you would know she's not going to take your shit like that. Yeah. Which, ugh. Again, like, it kind of feels like he was trying to get sent home. Yeah, for it un- does. For unclear reasons. I think but... he's having a bad time because the producers hate him and put him in a pony costume. Probably. That seems right. Yeah. Um, and they keep pairing him with Olu, who's going to kick the shit out of him every time. <laughs> His nickname is literally Swallow, and Chris is so teeny tiny. <laughs> um, so he basically he's like, I'm like, going to die if I stay here. He, he goes, I feel like what I said has fallen on deaf ears, and I came here to say that I warned you. I'm like, and oh, I don't want you to make the wrong decision. You're saying it out loud to her. Yeah. Like, shocking stuff. Dude, I... Look... I'm not going to ever forgive a bad moment in your ITM, but it makes sense, more sense that it would be said there and not to a person's face. Yeah. What? Yeah. And then she, yeah, and then she goes like, well, I was kind of caught off guard with how you approached the situation at the cocktail party because you did speak for me Mm -hmm. and that was something I struggled with and kind of frustrating And then he's like, well, then why did you put on a fake smile at the group date and, like, pretend to be nice to me? Bitch. Mm -hmm. Bitch. Bitch. Because you're not the only one here. Because you're not the only one here. And And she's not just going to... So, like, immediately, like, showing politeness and, like, grace for someone maybe having a bad moment makes them them fake. Yeah, dude. a bitch. Mm. To Michelle. Yeah. The realest of real bachelorettes. And 
yes. And then she's like, you didn't have a good attitude on the day. You were a whiny bitch. <laughs> and then she's like, um. You were a sad pony. I appreciate you wanting to look out for me, but I can speak for myself. And yeah. I want a man who will stand and support me when I speak, not yeah, a man who will speak for me. Absolutely. As a woman of color, I have, there are a lot of situations where people speak for me. Mm-hmm. And I need to be confident in making decisions for myself. So we're obviously not on the same page. And I don't see this progressing. I think I should lock you out. Oh, I love a swift you have to go. They yeah. have no time to argue. They don't know what's She was hitting. like, leave. She did that with Jamie too, honestly. Yeah, she just goes. I think it's. I think you. I should walk you out. I think bye bye. Yeah. Um. And anyway, she sends him home. He walks down the escalator. Does not get a limo speech. Goodbye. Good riddance. See you never. Um. And yeah, she tells Nate she sent Chris home, and then they make out in front of a bunch of fireworks. They had a great. <laughs> I loved it. It was a great arc. It was good. And Nate also, like, didn't let it derail the date in any no. kind of way, which was really he nice. He was like, that's your business. attacking him. Yeah, he was like, up. that's your business. You don't have to tell me what happened. Yeah. Like, let's just move on. It's very uncomfortable how Chris S. went after Nate specifically, and then also Michelle. Like, mm-hmm. uh, stop, dude. Yeah. You're embarrassing. Um, Nate to the camera yeah. michelle says that he can see this being something he wants to fight for for the rest of his life cute. and michelle so tells the camera that she's crazy about nate and she's starting to get the feeling that this is her person dude <laughs> after her date with joe i was like that's who she's choosing and after her date with nate i was like that's who she's choosing i don't know <laughs> i don't know hey gang we're back <laughs> we are not starting <laughs> <We're> not st- <laughs> this is a different day <laughs> So we took a pause yeah. because life is crazy yeah. and we were talking for a really long time and there's still much more to say. <laughs> Look, I don't know what to tell you, okay? I was having a blast recording and I knew we were over time. Like, I didn't check, but I yeah. felt it in my bones. Yeah. Also, no, you kept checking the clock me. and that gave me the clue that we might not be in the right direction. <laughs> Well, okay, no, we theoretically would have had plenty of time to record, but some kerfluffles happen in my life personally mm. that put us off track. And then my and dog so then... screamed for a while, so we had to take a tiny break. <laughs> yeah, but that tiny break was not a oh, yeah, root true. issue. That's true. <laughs> I will say. The root issue were some were the ker- kerfuffles. Yeah, the root issue were the kerfluffles. I just moved my but, computer because um... I realized I was talking so close to the mic. <laughs> but guys, we're we would never leave you hanging. Never. We're ready to discuss. We know you the need our detailed analysis of every part of this, and we are yes. not here to disappoint. Okay. No. 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 But know that we and tried. We gave less detailed analysis on our first chunk of this because I was trying to speed us through. Um, we can take time to be more detailed here, except for also we're already at like a hour look we will 17. keep this second part <laughs> under two hours okay that's our promise <laughs> <deal>. <laughs> uh, yeah okay i'm just gonna jump yeah, in yeah please it feels weird but like it, it's, you know what it's new episode. we're easy breezy super fun casual girls who can you know start talking about what they stop talking about on the drop of a hat Drop of a dime. What is the saying? Drop of a hat? I, yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> Couldn't have put that better myself. Um, I really think you could have. We, <laughs> <laughs> we 
with uh, Chris S. having being, been sent home, we now only have ten guys. Mm-hmm. And, like, call me optimistic, but I don't really feel like we have anyone left to cause drama because I don't really feel like Martin has the balls. And yeah. he's, like, the only person I would even think is inclined he's just like vaguely pouty and misogynistic yeah i agree no i truly don't think he has the balls to like cause real drama agree Um, i also know that that would make him mad to hear it so i'm glad you said it (laughs) thank you you're welcome he Um, listens yeah martin (laughs) listens for sure uh martin is one of the people who is like scouring the internet for everything that everybody is saying Mm, about him mm -hmm, for sure he's like every one of the listen to your heart players i actually think he would have done well on listen to your heart if he had any musical ability yeah i mean i'm not saying i know that he does he he very well could he looks like he was in a boy band yeah but i don't know i can't confirm yeah i don't know i i bet he plays at least a few chords on the guitar Although, yeah. I feel like he would have let us know by this point. He's shown us his terrible plaque flip, like, 14 times, so. Also, this is so off-topic, mm. like, so off-topic, but I don't think we ever discussed this, mm-hmm. and it only just occurred to me that no one from Listen to Your Heart was on Paradise. Oh, I know! They really said, you're not a part of this franchise. <laughs> <laughs> they really said, like, Chris not even... and Alana can come on, but fuck y'all. Yeah, like... <laughs> Not even a token listen to your heart player. They really were like, shit. So we're all pretending that never happened, right? right? <laughs> listen to your heart. ABC's. Sorry, no, I've never heard of that show. I do. I, I don't uh, know who? it. That does not bring a single bell in my head. Not also so funny that that was the first season we recapped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. God, I can't wait. For for what? Uh, for them to bring it back. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have a concern that you'll be waiting for a really long time. I think I might be waiting for the rest of this. <laughs> uh, okay, did maybe, you hear the maybe. new schedule, though? What? So, you know there's gonna be two Bachelors, yeah? Uh, is that confirmed? I think so. Um, okay. But also, they might be skipping Paradise, potentially. I don't know. I feel like I'm uh, getting a lot of information two from... Two bachelors? I know. And no Paradise? I know. It's this not is the good. worst combo! I know! It's the worst option! I... Here is the thing. What was I gonna say? Oh, yeah, that would be horrible. And I can't remember what I was gonna say. That's, like, actually the worst timeline. I know. (laughs) I wonder if Justin's going to be The Bachelor. No one's been talking about it, but he was, like, on Off the Vine with Caitlyn at, like, a live show. I just feel like he's been popping in. I also do have some unfortunate Zach news. Oh, God, tell. Well, it's more... Do you know Dave Portnoy or Pontnoy or whatever the fuck his, his name is? He was part of Barstool. He's part of Barstool, which is like, I don't remember. I think it's basically just like a fratty comedy group, sort of. He's really fucked up. I really hate him. Um, And this is only because I've I've been seeing clips of him on TikTok for a while. And he's just always like unpleasant to witness. Like he has a podcast with a couple other people and they're both younger. And he recently like got in trouble for DMing, he's, like, in his 40s, DMing, like, 
sluttily with a 19-year-old, and then also... Is he the one who was cheating on his pregnant wife? I don't know, but okay, he also... Somebody from Barstool Sports recently cheated on their pregnant wife, and that could theoretically be how I heard I name. think it could be literally any of the Barstool people. Um, right. But I guess... So, well, he also, trigger warning, like, there was a report that came out about him, like, sexually assaulting someone like, pretty awfully, and all this stuff. Anyway, and, like, the internet has, like, defended him and stuff because they love to defend white people they think are funny, white men who they think are funny. So, that's sketchy, and I guess Zach, like, commented on his post that he was like, the media is just, and was like, keep going, <laughs> like, like some supportive thing. And also he wears like barstool sweatshirts and stuff that Tasha blocks out of her mm. Instagram posts, mm. which is like not great. So disappointing. Yeah, which is like a big bummer. So disappointing. Yeah. Huge red flag if someone is into barstool. I would have to strongly agree. <laughs> like, that's, like, the large, not the largest red flag. There are obviously, yeah. it is an incredibly large red flag. It, it is not, it, like, a look away. No, I agree. No. I agree. And, again, like, I think I'm getting a lot of my information at this point from Zachary Reality, which I don't, t- in my experience, don't find to be super reliable. Is that that TikTok account? Yeah. I he just does he doesn't give a lot of information. He he's like, I know you all want the tea, and then he gives like three sentences. He's also so biased, and I don't I don't know. I feel like I I don't one hundred percent trust what he's saying. Which it, I feel <laughs> like a, a lot of the ways about people who talk about stuff in Bachelor Nation. I assume one of the like larger podcasts will cover it at some point, like probably in this next week, and we'll know more. But. The the comment was a picture, so that one I trusted, of, like, what Zach said. Right. I don't want to... Yeah. Barstool is a red flag in itself. I don't necessarily know if the comment was from after the allegations or not. It could have been... Because mm-hmm. I think he got in trouble for something else and has complained about the media multiple times. I'm talking about Dave Ponton, Porton. I don't know what his name is. But nightmare. So that's a bummer. Yeah. I don't know exactly to what extent it is, but I'm sure we'll find out in, like, the next week. Uh, but if it's true that Tasha's covering up the Barstool logo on her stories, mm, woof. Yeah. She clearly is not stoked about that. Which, yeah. who would be? Who would be? Yeah. So, that's a bummer. Potentially. <laughs> Again, yeah. a lot of this is hearsay, in my opinion. But I will, I believe, it It wouldn't be that, yeah, I don't know. I, shockingly, Bachelor contestants are disappointing people. <laughs> <laughs> so, what can you say? What can you do? Yeah. Um, well, moving back to this round of Bachelorette contestants. Yeah. Rodney is sitting at the cocktail party with everybody, and he goes, this is the greatest group of guys I've ever been with. <laughs> like, you guys are all potential husbands, and that's amazing. <laughs> and I was like, Rodney! Yeah, dude, how do you not want to marry him? What, what a, a positive what vibe. A, I don't want to call him a dweeb, because that was, that's like Nate's chosen insult No, we're now. rebranding dweeb. What are we rebranding it to? People like Chris S. 
Okay, yeah, so I can't use dweeb yeah, for yeah, Rodney, yeah. which Correct. is what I would, I would normally yeah. use dweeb. No, no, I was saying correct, Can I use, you like, can't dork? use it. Um, interesting. Uh, you could, you can use sexiest man on earth, or cutie patootie, or <laughs> my future husband. Those are what I'm trying to get across, though. Oh, Weird. I just feel like, like if I were to use those, my meaning might get misconstrued. <laughs> okay, I've got another one. Maybe hotter yeah. than Seth Rogen? <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know. You? I don't know. You? I don't know. You that find Rodney hot, hotter than Seth Rogen. And this is this is not Similar like me vibes. being like, this is not supposed to be a group discussion. Liv thinks that Seth Rogen is like possibly the sexiest man alive. So if she thinks Rodney is hotter than Seth Rogen, like... Things are intense. He dumped here. James Franco, and I like that for him. Okay. Seth Rogen. Or, okay, no, wait. Yeah. Okay, you know the TikTok sound <laughs> that's, like, Ellen interviewing Kim Kardashian, and yeah, she's like, yeah. John Mayer, Sean Mayer, so it's like that. Yeah. Um, so, Seth Rogen, or um, the Fawn from Narnia. Fuck. Okay, but... <laughs> Well, if he is a fawn, then I will have to go with, um, here's the thing. I love the energy of the fawn. I find him visually sexy. I do not want to have sex with him. You know what I mean? You don't have to justify it. (laughs) Oh, you think that our audience understood? (laughs) Seth Rogen or the fawn from Narnia. Seth Rogen. Okay, Seth Rogen or Ron Weasley. Okay, but here's one thing. I'm not convinced that Seth Rogen isn't a fawn. He's sort of got that energy. (laughs) But Seth Rogen, because I know he doesn't have hooves. Okay, Seth Seth Rogen or Ron Weasley? Uh, Ron Weasley, if he were... No, okay, Ron Weasley. It's hard because, because he got very unsexy specifically starting at when he was, like, in the seventh movie when he was, like, probably, like, 26, 27. Okay, well, this did not go according to plan because my (laughs) goal was for it to be, like, the TikTok sound where you keep saying Seth Rogen. And then I was going to hit you with the hard one where you go, "Mm, this is a tough one. I think this is why. Seth Rogen or Andy Samberg. Oh, my God. Well, I've already wrecked the game, so my honest answer is Andy Samberg literally every time. <laughs> Seth Ro- or Andy Samberg is the sexiest person on this earth. Yeah, okay. I love him. My sister really fucked him for me in an unpleasant way, though, because she told me that people say she looks like Andy Samberg. Which, as much as I love Andy Samberg, I think is an insult to her. And I don't agree <laughs> I don't agree. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna All right, get us back on track. See, Grace, maybe this is why I can't go back to improv, because if I had understood what you were asking, I would have said Seth Rogen every time, you know? Yeah. I did sort of a no but there, all right? Don't tell <laughs> yeah. If I ever want to do not... the match Lorette, I'm fucked. You did not yes and me. I did not yes and you. <laughs> you said, well, I said literally have hoops. <laughs> No, I was expecting you to say Andy Samberg. Yeah. I, I knew that was coming. Of course. Um, King. King. <laughs> so Michelle comes down. She's like, moving forward, I want to say thank you because I got so much out of the group date. Like, you all made me feel so seen. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Rick and Michelle go on that city stroll that we talked about, which, really which is makes like me so uncomfortable. So interesting. Mm-hmm. Um and they like dance to a street musician playing piano and Rick just calls Michelle a dream come true. Um Michelle brings Brandon a birthday cake and like I might cry. It was hella cute. That was hella cute. Um She said I like you third most and you should know. <laughs> <laughs> Rodney feels like an underdog, which is sad. Um, Sweet and then baby. I, they're having a conversation. Oh, I know what it was. She just, like, takes him up to the roof. And, like, don't get me wrong. Minneapolis, Minnesota looks really nice. Okay? Yeah. But she takes him up to the roof. And Rodney's like, whoa. <laughs> Fire. Holy shit. This is the most amazing thing. And I was I just wrote, Rodney is very easily impressed, frankly. Rodney's a liar. <laughs> Rod I think Rodney's just no, so no. easily impressed. I would do the same and he's thing. So he's so grateful for her. Yeah. Which is really nice. It's really sweet. Um, and he says that she gives him goosebumps and he's so obsessed with this amazing, beautiful woman. <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> They call on Game of Roses when they get really excited about things that aren't impressive. They, I think they call it a yay Cleveland or something. Because remember, (laughs) yes, when they're like, we're going to Cleveland. (laughs) Because on Violet Beat season, they made every single girl pretend they were super excited to go to Cleveland. No, everything that Rodney does is a yay Cleveland. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay, great. I love Cleveland. Um, That's what it's called. And I love Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now we've got Martin. Oh. Oh, Martin. Maybe I made us do so many things in the beginning because now we have to talk about this. I know. It's really just so uncomfortable. I know. Would you like to do the honors, please? Yeah. You do have okay. Notes. So basically, yeah, <laughs> I do have written down verbatim what he said. Um, so Martin and her talking, and Martin's like, "It makes me feel weird when like I see you give other people the same compliments you give me." He's basically like, "You give me compliments, and I feel really great, and then I see you give other people the exact same compliments, and I don't feel so great." Nightmare. And Michelle's like, "Well, like, do you think I would blow smoke up your ass, like?" Okay, do you think I'm lying to you? Basically, somehow Martin is like, well, girls are really high maintenance in relationships. And Michelle's like, explain. And he's <laughs> Tell me like, more. well, girls are really high maintenance because they go into relationships expecting men to do everything in the relationship for them and like do everything for them. And they, like, women go into relationships being like, hey, you're going to take care of me. Mm. And Michelle's like, um, what? Sir? And that was just, like, kind of it. Like, that was the point that he decided to make. Yeah. Where, like, apparently all women go into relationships just expecting the man that they are entering a relationship with to do everything for them. Yeah. Yeah. And Which was a hot take, I thought. I was definitely a hot take. He also was like, I'm glad you're not like that. You're not like other girls. And she was like, 
Okay. <laughs> Wait, did he say that? Yeah, he did. He okay. said, I can't remember if he said your, or you're so, he said something along the lines of like the classic line of you're so different from other girls. Yeah. I like, just wrote, Martin is so good at saying the wrong thing. He is so, I don't know if he just like writes down, a, does he write down a list of things that might piss her off and then just like, <laughs> pick from them every time he sees her? I don't get it. But also, it makes sense that he was, he and Jamie got along because, again, I, they're both I think Jamie, they're both misogynists. <laughs> yeah, they're both <laughs> Very bad. And uh, what a nightmare this was. I just don't... What was he expecting? I also... The way that Michelle handled this, I think, was kind of exactly the way that you would have handled it in, like, a very good way. She laughed in his face. (laughs) And I just thought... I'm like... Because they were talking about on Chatty Broads, they're like, I don't know if I would have been quick enough to just be like, because it would be such an absurd thing for someone to say to your yeah. face, you know? Yeah. I think you would have really like, like, explain. He really, like, looked her in the eyes and yeah. was like, well, you know, women are really annoying because they expect men to do everything for them. And Michelle, mm-hmm. like, fully with a job, a house, a life of her own, is yeah, like, dude. uh-huh. Huh? I have cool. to assume, yeah, I thought, I thought he was so gone, dude. I Me too. He, I thought she was going to walk him out. So I have to assume she was told she had to keep him. I mean, me too. And I, we'll get to that because I have yeah, yeah. some thoughts on that as well. Um, so it basically, sad, yeah, Martin has like a confessional camera interview where he's like, you know what? I chose to have like, I could have kept it light, but I chose to have a more serious conversation with her tonight. Bitch. And like, I just think she took it the wrong way. And I was like, ha- mm. he really feels like Michelle misinterpreted that. And I'm not sure what he was hoping to be interpreted. He was really focused on like, she gives the same compliments to me as other people. And I was like, yeah. I simply don't think that that's what she took away from that conversation for fair reason. And then yeah. he's talking to the guys about it. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, because I told her the women in Miami are really high maintenance. And Rod- when, mm-hmm. Ro- when he said that, Rodney's eyes almost bugged out of his head. <laughs> Rodney, like, almost did a spit take. He yeah. was like, what? <laughs> the flashback memory of his face doing that (laughs) like he didn't say anything he wasn't like are you fucking stupid he just on his face said are you fucking stupid stupid it's so funny because both it's very clear that like and it was very clear when jamie tried to manipulate the story in front of michelle when she was in front of everyone else that he was like i think i'm extremely smart yeah and it's very clear that Martin's like, I think I'm extremely smart. And both of them are doing the dumbest shit the in the world. dumbest like, shit. Like, so stupid. <laughs> oh. It's so, just like, it's embarrassing to watch. It's like, I know. <laughs> so two, two guys are going home tonight, which means we'll be left with eight. Um, mm-hmm. Rick gets the first rose, then Brandon, then Martin. I wrote four Y, though. And then yeah. uh, Caitlin and Tasha make their first appearance of the entire episode to be like, <laughs> it's the final rose. Um, and it goes to Rodney. 
Uh, so we lose Leroy and Casey. The fact that they made us wait on Rodney and Martin got his rose first is embarrassing. I know. I know. Um, this whole episode felt really mumbly. Like, I have absolutely yeah. no idea what Leroy said to her when he left. And I have no idea what other people said yeah. at other points in the episode. But I, here's my note. I am unclear as to why they are making her keep Martin, because he doesn't really cause drama, unless that drama is just misogyny, and I feel like there are enough, I I feel like there are enough misogynists on my TV. I don't need to, like, he's not in a fight with anyone, he's not, he hasn't shown that he has the balls to confront anyone, I just... I know. He's not in any kind of current storyline, I guess. He talks, yeah, yeah. He he's like not fighting with anyone, but he like he talks the most. He fucks up in front of Michelle, and then he tries to talk shit, but he's not confident doing either. And yeah, it is awkward. So I wonder if she's if they're doing it like they think maybe he's gonna say something else dumb, and she's gonna have a big confrontation with him. But yeah. also. Like, that I conversation think... that they had was just uncomfortable. Like, it wasn't yeah. good TV. It was just kind of like, oh, God, get this off my screen. Right. And I, I don't, I don't, I just, I think he's in a similar way to Jamie, whereas, like, Jamie had a lot of expressions going on on his face. Like, he was not stoked about what was happening when she was dumping him. But he left quietly. Mm-hmm. And I think Martin will, too. And, like... I don't feel, I I do feel like the producers made her keep him. Yeah. And if they didn't, I'd be a little confused. But also, if they did make her keep him, I just don't think that they needed to. We're not going to see anything yeah. new. No, that's what all. it was, where I was kind of yeah. like, this definitely feels like a producer choice, but one that I'm not clear on. Maybe there, I mean, what drama is there this season? I mean, the only thing that I can think of is that yeah. he's kind of the only straight up asshole left. Like, That's true. That's everybody true. else, Nate, Joe, Brandon, <laughs> Rodney, and Olu, and Rick, and... Oh, I just remembered something. Um, what? Uh, one of the podcasts I listened to had a theory that they were going to put him on a two-on-one with Olu. Okay, there it is. Mm-hmm. Yep, there is the one. Which would make sense because they were totally All setting right. them up to yep. Yep. be annoyed at each other. No, Olu Which has a whole line about how he boring... thinks Martin's two-faced. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be a boring two-on-one. Because yeah. Olu's going to be like, this guy fucking sucks. And yeah. Martin's going to be like, meh, 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 meh. And Michelle's going to be like, cool. And Michelle's decided Martin sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. Okay, yeah. perfect. I, th- that I do makes, think that okay, is that clears it up. Because the, yeah. the thing I don't like is just, and Clayton was the one I was forgetting about, because of course I was forgetting about Clayton. Oh, of course but like, forgetting about Clayton. He is with, irrelevant. With those people I listed, not a single one of them is going to stir up drama with anyone else. No. Like, they are they, they are already out of drama. Um, I wonder if they're going to be just, like, sub- heartbreaking leaves. Like... Someone is probably going to leave this season yeah. that she wasn't expecting, would be I, I guess. I think the drama is going to come from people, like, kind of going insane, you know? Because of how much they love her? Yeah, because of or how much they, they like her, her and how much, yeah. how insecure they are. And I think we're just going to see a lot of, like, freaking out. I agree. I also As opposed like to fighting. We have kind of a, we have, besides, I would say besides Clayton... It's a good deal of guys who have not 
been in a type of situation anything like this before like yeah obviously Clayton's like had some sort of media training at the very least or yeah. been in the public eye a little bit more just because of football but I don't think any of these guys have yeah so I would that would make sense to me that they might crack a little bit well I hope they do that two on one next week and we get to get rid of Martin because me too I am tired of him I am tired of him. Michelle is tired of him. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting trying to come up with excuses to keep I him around. I bet his producer's tired of him. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they gave I him I bet Jamie. all the other producers are like, okay, and then you're giving Martin a rose. And his producer specifically yeah. was like, what? Well, what? Do? They're like, who has Martin this week? Let's flip a coin. <laughs> Should we revisit that idea? Because yeah. I am more than willing to start some rumors to stir some shit if it means Martin can leave. Go home. <laughs> um, okay, we have finally finished the episode. That is what happened this week. Da-da-da. Um, do you have any roses and thorns from the oh, episode? Oh gosh, yeah. Um I am going to give my rose to uh joe in general but also just his cute little like thank you thanks for asking that well cry (laughs) he's just so cute i love joe um and i i will and i will give a secondary rose to the escalator not working oh yeah chris was trying to go up it Um, and I will give my thorn to, um, the specific use of high maintenance with Martin with his fucking dyed hair and his slashed eyebrow Mm -hmm. and his earrings. Most fucking high maintenance looking guy. So I saw this tweet that was like, the nerve of Martin to call women high maintenance when his roots are showing. After, like, two weeks. <laughs> true. It's like, that's true. That's true. Um, okay, I'm gonna give my rose yeah. to Brandon getting a birthday cake. Ah. Which was just a treat. Cute. It was a delight. So um, cute. He's so appreciative. Yeah. And I'm gonna give my thorn to, um... I don't know how to, how, uh, to, like, succinctly phrase this. I'm gonna give my thorn to just, like... Nate's white pants? No. <laughs> he and Michelle looked stunning. Let's not, let's they, not act they like did, they did but it. I hate white um, pants. <laughs> no, my thorn is, like, to, like, just being, like, will show blatant misogyny on TV mm. because we think that it's necessary content. Um... Mm. And I will wish Martin a very shriveled dick. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I wish you a very merry die. Yeah, Yeah, okay, will you you make that Bugs Bunny meme with the wish Martin a very shriveled dick? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you have any embarrassing turns of events? Uh, In an embarrassing turn of events, I am not single for Rodney. Um, okay, this is an embarrassing turn of events, but <laughs> learning that Clayton was actually a fairly significant football player has made <laughs> me more interested in him. 
hating as well. And I don't even like football. And the fact that it was the Seahawks, I'm like, okay. I think football is objectively one of the uglier sports. Sure. Absolutely. What is the hottest sport? For me, it's soccer. Well, I wouldn't have had an answer, and then I watched Ted Lasso, and now it's soccer. Mm, Soccer, and then secondary is basketball. I don't know how I feel about basketball. I don't know how I feel Mm. about indoor sports. (laughs) 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 Frankly. Tennis is low on my list. Tennis for ladies, hat. Yeah. Tennis for boys, not at all. Not so Please stop doing that. You look silly. Um... Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, other sports. I don't know any Water sports. polo is a sport. Water swimming. polo is a sport. It's not hot. Swimming is an ugly sport. Oh, they're swimming. Rugby. How do you feel about rugby? Oh, rugby's hot. Interesting. How do you feel about hockey? I was just thinking and trying to decide about hockey, actually. I think I want to think hockey's hot, but I don't. Hot with fewer teeth. I think like when they when they I have would, amazing I think, teeth. I think I find teeth. hockey players really hot and I just like yeah. wouldn't really need to go to that many of their games, you know? That's fair. Like I, I could be like myself, bye babe, have fun at the rink. See you at yeah, home. Yeah, but Grace, they're skating so fast and sometimes they fight. Okay. I'll go to I'll have to let you know. Go to, I'll go to Climate okay. Pledge Arena and keep you posted. <laughs> Why don't you just watch a cracking game and then let me know? <laughs> they happen at Climate at Pledge Arena. I, like, I can't be interested in hockey. And then I was like, holy fuck, they're going so fast. And they're aiming at things and keeping the ball away. And they're fighting. It's not a ball, live. Oh, a puck. Yeah. The games okay. happen at Climate Pledge Arena. It's a ball, it's just flat. <laughs> I think we could wrap this one up. <laughs> I would argue that this has been one of our more chaotic episodes possibly (laughs) ever through the fault of... I think it is. Many things outside of our control personally, (laughs) not through any of our faults. We were controlled and unchaotic as always. Absolutely. I don't (laughs) think I left the path of the subject in the least. (laughs) Anyway, um, it's Sunday night, y'all. See you oh so soon for another episode. Absolutely. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye.